Crystal Basket Farnell. Thank you for joining us on our podcast today. Proudly brought to you by thecrystalbasket.com. <laughs> we are here, Nikita and Ashley, completely um, unfiltered, un unedited and 100% honest. Just a quick reminder for all of those who are new to the podcast. Um, this is an R18 podcast. There is swearing in it. Um, so if there are little ears listening, maybe save this for later. Um, and if you haven't already, please like and subscribe, rate and review our podcast so we can get more followers. Thank you. <laughs> um, so we're going to start off with our uh, crystal of the week, which this week or today is flower agate. Um, now flower agate, Ash is holding one in her hand. It's so nice. Is this your piece? Yeah. Nice. Um, it is the perfect crystal for the heart chakra. It's a great stone for concentration. Um, I say this on the lives all the time, but it's a stone of comfort it's nurturing and it's very very gentle um it is associated with peace and it's also quite a soft stone um now the chakra that it's connected to i said earlier was the heart chakra and fun fact it is a relatively new crystal in the crystal world if you're going by crystal years uh what are we talking crystal years like some crystals um, millions of years old whereas I feel like flower agate's thousands of years old right so still like really old yeah. but <laughs> new in crystal terms yeah that's pretty cool um I like it when it's real super plumagey yeah. or the like the plumages or the blossoms are like really defined yeah they're real floral it's like rocks hardened around a flower yes <laughs> um so, as you said, it's quite soothing and calming. Um, and it's also really good for stamina. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of stamina? <laughs> mm, I think we all know. Uh, vitality and also strength. <sighs> yeah. Too strong. Yeah. Do you have flower agate in your collection? I have a tumble. A tumble? I should have more. Well... I've been really drawn to it lately. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and it's also um, linked to the Gemini Zodiac. Oh, I was going to make a bull noise. That's not a Gemini. <laughs> Close. <laughs> um, so if you guys have any flower agate in your collection, um, make sure you find our Crystal of the Week post and post pictures of your personal collection on there. Um... I might put a picture up of my little hockey puck here. Yeah, I love the hockey puck. I love it. I do want to hit it with a hockey stick though. <laughs> yeah, whack. Um, okay, so we have pulled out a couple of topics this week to cover off with you guys. So our first one, which I think is such a cool one and is kind of easy but kind of hard in a way, which is our favourite crystals and why. So... I mean, we could obviously go on for ages and ages and ages about all the different crystals and why we like different ones. So we have limited ourselves <laughs> to a top three. Um, I feel like anyone who has joined our lives will not be surprised at all with our 
first ones, like our my number one and Nikita's number one, <laughs> they're pretty apparent. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd be very surprised if you don't know them. Yeah. Um, but hopefully there is some surprises along the way as well. <laughs> there's going to be no surprises with mine. <laughs> Although... There's one in, that I've forgotten to put in there, and I'm like, well, can I have a top four? <laughs> no, top three it is. <laughs> Damn it. Um, Do you want to start? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number one is definitely, hands down, unequivalented clear quartz. It is the best crystal that ever, ever was created. It is timeless. It is beautiful. It is classic. It looks good with any other crystal. Yeah, it amplifies any other crystal powers and um, properties. It is, oh, I feel <laughs> like it's just it's such an easy number one for me, which is really interesting because yep. I really didn't like it to start with. And I was gonna say I remember the one I thought was your top. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably in your top, but yeah, it is. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. <clears throat> So it's got a very high vibrational uh, level and it it is very good at attuning to specific energy requirements of the person who is needing it. Um, it's very good for any type of um, mental work, <laughs> mental health work. Um, it also aids in con concentration and helps to unlock memories oh god <laughs> yeah um i always 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 use it in crystal grids yeah um i have got yeah like lots of it lots of crystal uh clear quartz lots of beautiful beautiful pieces and they've almost always got a rainbow in them which is yep. the other reason i like them yeah <laughs> so pretty so rainbow so colorful sexy too sexy. Um. All right. What's your first one? Oh, the, I, I want to surprise everybody, but I'm not going to. <laughs> um, my top is Moss Agate. I am in love with the colors. I love how each piece looks so damn different. Um. Also, being an Earth sign, Taurus. Woo. Um. It's not a surprise that I'm drawn to a very earthy crystal. Um, it's obviously linked to abundance, growth, and connecting to the earth. So that is my first love is nature. <laughs> no, nah, it's not. It's food. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but it's also a super refreshing stone. It refreshes the soul. Um, it's great for like r- removing pollutants from the environment, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and also an agricultural stone. It's <laughs> linked to the Taurus Zodiac, so no surprises there. <laughs> um, and it is the crystal that I have the most of in my collection. Thanks, Ash. <laughs> um, my actual, one of my other tops is running very close behind Moss. Oh, yeah? Yep. Yep, so that's my first one. All right, which I... I find it so funny that your favourite is Moss Agate because you hate Moss. I know. Anything slimy Nikita does not like <sighs> at all. Um, but that she <laughs> she likes for some weird reason. Lucky it's not slimy, eh? 
Too slimy. <laughs> um, okay, so my second one is rainbow fluorite. <gasps> rainbow in particular, because I love when you see like the colours like stacked on top of each other. Um, it's a very protective stone, especially on a psychic level. Um, and it helps you to discern when outside influences are at work within yourself. And it shuts off psychic manipulation and undue mental influence. So all my ones are about the head. <laughs> um, I have heaps and heaps of fluorite carvings in my collection. I feel like fluorite is the perfect stone to do carvings in. Because if you put them on light or anything, it usually shows through really well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just feel like... I don't know, maybe it's easier for them to carve in fluorite, which makes it look really good when it's carved. Um, yeah, so it's definitely the one I've got the most of. Yep. I've got lots of fluorite <laughs> in my collection. Um, fluorite is also really good um, as an aid for learning. So it also helps you organize and process information. Linking what is already known into what is being learned and increases concentration. Yeah. It helps you to absorb new information and promotes quick thinking. Um, emotionally, fluorite has a stabilizing effect and it helps you to understand the effect of the mind and emotions on the body. So, yeah, give me all the fluorite, baby. Yeah, you do have a lot of fluorite. Yeah. Wasn't one of your first pieces fluorite? Oh, no, you got the little cubies, eh? Yeah, aura. <laughs> aura, aura. <laughs> aura, cubie. Um, yeah, again, like, I'll probably put up some pictures of my fluorite pieces. My fluorite cloud is my favourite. I love my fluorite cloud, and it that stands up. Yeah, <laughs> that's an old piece, hey, that you got. Yeah, one of your first. One of my first. Wow, so pretty. I've got. Oh yeah, my first crystal from Sean was fluorite. Oh, the, the little love heart. Uh, the fluorite, like it's like a slab. It's oh like yeah. Oh yes, I know the one you mean. Yeah. Oh. I think that was one of I think that was the fluorite piece we used on our first information it card. Was. Yeah. Yeah. So all those little um crystals on the info cards that you guys get sent out, most of them are from like our personal collections where we've taken photos of them and added them to our crystal info. Yeah. How funny. All right. My second. Wait. Do you have a favorite color fluorite? <sighs> I like rainbow, but I think I like blue. Blue it's so hard so to find. Stunning. Well, not as hard as yellow, but blue yeah and on a lamp oh blue it like the ocean mm, <laughs> like a pretty sapphire it's funny that i don't like the green as much but i think it's because it's more common yeah the green and the purple are quite common yeah yeah blue oh imagine if they did a red fluorite oh <laughs> i don't know if they've ever seen red fluorite mm. would look like blood 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 <laughs> All right, what's your second? My second, I mentioned this in our first podcast, actually, is Black Obsidian. It's so boring, I know. However, I am so damn drawn to it. 
um, and having been able to collect it when I was younger was so fun like trawling through the sand dunes and picking up little shards and putting them in a jar I think I cut myself a couple of times trying to dig them out <laughs> yeah those edges can be quite sharp. sharp yeah yeah um but it's great for protection obviously I am so big on protection I don't know why I feel like I just need to make sure that I'm protected at all times yeah um because I also have a lot of fears, so <laughs> <laughs> protect myself from all those fears. Um, but it just holds a lot of sentimental value for me, I think. Do some cultures use um, them as knives? Yep, my culture. I, yep. <laughs> um, so we used to use it in weapons. Yep. And also as like, what do you call it, a knife? It's how we used to cut the umbilical cord. Yeah. Which sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of black obsidian jack in your belly button. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like all the way in there. I don't know. I've never had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, used in weapons. Yeah. By Maori. If nobody knew I'm Maori. <laughs> but that's like, that's cool. So they use it in their like um, spearheads and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Or- as well as greenstone. That would hurt. Yeah, that would... You're gonna... Yeah, that's gonna slice you real, real good. Yep. Good times. Um, And it is a volcanic glass, so it's obviously where lava has cooled at an extreme and rapid rate. Um, Which is why you'll find lots of it in New Zealand. Like, it is... What do you call it? Common, but what else would you say it is? Um, Plentiful. Plentiful. In New Zealand, because we're obviously sitting on a lot of volcanoes, so... Yeah. It's an easy crystal to find. And I don't think it would ever, like, go out of supply. Is that how you'd say it? (laughs) Like, what crystal has gone out of supply recently? Oh, was that Larimer? That wasn't out of supply. It's not out of supply, it's just dangerous to get. Yeah. Um, Moldavite's out of supply, so it's much more common. And they use black obsidian for scrying. Yep. Scry, scry, scry. Scry, scry, scry. So um, people use it as a crystal ball. Very common material to use for that. Which would be great because it would also protect you. Yeah. From what you're having a look at. From all the screepies. Um... (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm just having a quick look in my crystal Bible, which is my go-to for all crystal-y needs. Um, I knew there was mahogany obsidian, I knew there was silver sheen and gold sheen, but there's like blue obsidian, electric blue obsidian, green obsidian, oh I knew about rainbow obsidian, red black, lots of different Mahogany. Oh, I also love mahogany obsidian, but I don't think I can use it as a top. <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mahogany obsidian. Oh. I like for the properties. Yeah. I have a piece of me today. Nice. All right. I don't think I've got any obsidian in my collection. Oh. I, <laughs> I died. <laughs> I need some. I need some to protect oh. me. 
I want to see if next time I go up to where mum's from, yeah. if I can find some and I'll bring you a jar. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god, we should go together. Okay. It's so flooded up there. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, going way off topic like I normally do. It's so flooded. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, bloody rain. Um. Okay, is it my go to go last? My yep. Okay, so... I have only just recently come across this crystal and it is the most stunning thing I have ever seen in my life. This is going to be a surprise to me because I don't know what Ash has chosen. (laughs) Yeah, Nikita tried to ask me and I was like, no, it's going to be a surprise. Okay, get your Googler out. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. (laughs) Don't knock the phone over. My Googler? Yeah. Okay. And Google Rainbow Lattice Sunstone. Oh god, I'm scared. This thing is stunning. So, so pretty. I need it in my life. So, this is not a crystal that we. I just dribbled. (laughs) (laughs) That we stock. But I don't know where I saw it the other day, but I absolutely need it so rainbow lattice sunstone i am just going off a little bit of google here guys because it's a new ish stone (gasps) fun fact when i was researching it it was founded in the year i was born oh and you are such a sucker for rainbows it doesn't surprise me at all so it is only found in a very, very small spot in northern Australia. And it has these striking geometric kind of patterns and these lines that are crisscrossing. And they form in a, a sort of like a rainbow lattice um, kind of inclusions in the gemstone. And it honestly is Oh, mwah. oh la la. Oh la la. It looks like tinsel through the crystal. Yeah. Um, so it is quite unusual in its appearance, showing both adventurescence caused by small inclusions of a mineral with a highly reflective surface. Oh my Very God. rare to find. Um, so it's very rare to find the adventurescence and the adularescence so it's those two together and i'm probably murdering those words i'm so sorry guys um yeah so (laughs) that is easily my number three oh my god mine is nowhere near that fun (laughs) um Whoa. <laughs> um, and so I, I, there's nothing even in my crystal Bibles about it. I've literally just been researching it on the internet. Um, it's very, um, it's in a very small mining area and it's very, very hard to mine. And it's not only hard to mine, but it is quite brittle and they're really struggling to find any like decent sized pieces in it um and they can only mine this particular material using hand tools oh my god yeah um so the mining area that they mine it in is 
smaller than 500 by 400 meters. Holy shit. So we are talking rear, Tiny. rear, rear, rear. Well, well, we need to make a trip to Oz ASAP. Yeah. Where in Oz is a found laser all? Northern Territory. One mine. One mine. One mine. Um, so I can only imagine how horrendously expensive it's going to be when I find it, but it's my goal this year to get a piece of that. <laughs> Remember when we had that goal to get opal, like proper opal? Yeah, and we did. <laughs> and we did. And we did. A little Ethiopian opal. Ethiopian opal. Ethiopian opal. Um, that is a stunning stone. Like, I... That's stunning. <laughs> so good. So, if you haven't already and you're listening to this podcast, get out your phone and Google Rainbow Lattice Sunstone. You will not be disappointed. Oh. And let me know what you think. I'm, like, literally going to dribble. Dribbly, dribbly. All right, hit me with your boring number three. Oh, <laughs> it's so boring compared to yours. No, it's not. Um, so, my number three is... Ocean Jasper, and I probably talked about this on the lives of bit as well. <laughs> um, it is my second, like the second. What am I saying? It is like my second crystal that I have the most of, yeah. other than moss. Before you actually got me the moss advent calendar, um, <laughs> it was my number one. Yeah, which is so funny. Um, now, whilst I am an earth sign, I am also such a bloody water baby, and wherever there is water, I will get in. I was that child where mum would say, don't go too close to the water, and I would fall in. <laughs> in fact, two stories. Once we were camping, and there was like a drain slash creek with a bridge oh over top. God, this already scares me. Mum said not to go near it. Oh. I went near it and picked a flower and fell in head first. Funnest thing was, I'm pretty sure it was either mud or sewage. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and Mum's got a photo of me washing my face crying. Um, second story, we used to live way up north, and there's a wharf about like a five minute walk from our old house and mum told me not to go near the water and I went to go and play with an oyster and fell in in my jeans hoodie and gumboots oh my <laughs> it was God. so deep I was lucky that I could like wiggle my little feet out of the gumboots because they were so big I am absolutely flawed how you are alive sometimes <laughs> I don't even like have words. Yeah, me either. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Ocean Jasper is obviously connected to the water, which I am as well. Provided there's no seaweed, moss, or slime in the water, I will get in. <laughs> <laughs> and Ash mentioned that earlier, but I hate anything slimy, or if I can't see the bottom of the water, it's a no go. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's it's my favorite stone to help me feel calm and still and not so chaotic because most of the time I'm pretty chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it just helps me to you know go with the flow. I'm not much of a planner or a list person, but I I yeah, I try to be. <laughs> Um, Ocean Jasper is another all-round healer, like your clear quartz. 
Um, it helps support your immune system, nervous system, and lymphatic systems, and your neurotransmitters. <laughs> and it may also reduce bloating. Oh, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Not for that, anyway. Um, and you know how sometimes you find the little eyes yep. in the ocean, Jasper? So they offer protection. Oh, like a little evil eye. Yep. And can be used as, like, if you're wearing it as an amulet while traveling through dark places, environmental or psychic. Cool. That's probably why I'm drawn to it, because I'm scared of the dark. <laughs> See the eyes. The eyes are there. You've got to have a little scrapey look. But that is my third. Mine were quite boring, and then I look at your lattice, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, I only literally just saw it last week, and I was like, oh, my goodness, because I was going to pick citrine, and then I was like, get out citrine. Get in lettuce. <laughs> and you like sunstone as well, so that's not surprising. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have covered off that. So mine were clear quartz, rainbow fluorite, and lattice moons, uh, lattice rainbow sunstone. Mm-hmm. And yours were? Moss agate, black obsidian, and ocean jasper. Yes. Um, so please send us a DM. Or comment on our post and let us know what your favourite three are. And you have to keep it at three. Don't come at me with your top five. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know. Probably two that people will be like, oh, I thought this was would be in your top, but no. Nope. I didn't have room. <laughs> no room, no room. Alright, now I'm going to share. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm going to share a lovely, lovely note, message that we got about our podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have had um, heaps of really, really nice, kind, just really nice messages about our podcast and about how you guys are liking it and about how you guys want to listen to more um, this one in particular stood out for us because it comes from Rosanna. Oh, Rosanna. <laughs> Don't make me cry. <laughs> and I'm going to say it and I'm probably going to cry and Nikita's probably going to cry. I'm already crying. It's going to, okay, well, don't look at me because I'll cry. <laughs> um, so on the 25th of Jan, Rosanna, um, sent us a message saying, Hey girls and Steve, oh my God, where do I start? I guess I'll start with how proud this mama is of how well and how far you guys have come with your little business. I have just listened to your first podcast, which was amazing, by the way. Loved hearing how you got started. Loved that how Nikita loved crystals as much as I did. Although my love for them went on the back burner because I had a very busy and hectic life. That's what raising three kids will do. (laughs) Um, Nikita loved shiny things. I used to buy her the little wishing stones that were so shiny that we had two trips to the hospital because she swallowed them only to learn they would pass. Oh my goodness. She swallows bloody all the shiny things. Um, I used to buy her... Oh, sorry. Sorry, I read that bit. Um, she would have been just two then. Okay, so your mum probably should have been watching you. <laughs> she was! <laughs> she, would have, uh, she would have jars of different stones and even sand from every beach we went to. Your podcast brought back many stories of those 
days. When you started your business, I was fully in on supporting you to help it grow. But as I bought so many, my love of crystals reignited. So thank you both for sharing your crystal journal with all of us. And as always, I wish you three the very best for the future. Mama loves you with all my crystal heart. <laughs> bye, love, bye. <laughs> kiss, kiss, kiss. Mama Rosanna. Which was just the cutest, cutest, cutest message. Um, and yeah, it, <laughs> it, yeah, it reminds us of why we started. Yeah, definitely. Um, and how we are very happy to be able to share our crystal journey with all you guys as well. Um, so thank you for that, Rosanna. Thanks, Mum. <laughs> um, and if any of you want to. Send us a cheeky little message. We love, love, love to receive them. Um, and maybe you'll get a little wee shout out on our podcast. <laughs> okay, so we have got one more topic to um, clear off tonight and to go over. And this one is how to charge your crystals. So we got asked this one on our um, story that we popped up for asking you guys what topics you wanted us to cover and you wanted to learn more about. Um, so we're going to cover that off now. Yes, we are. Um, so cleansing and charging sound like two different things. However, the same methods are used to charge and cleanse your crystals. Um, you don't have to do it often. You don't have to do it all the time or just because other people are doing it um it is an intuitive thing so when you're drawn to go and cleanse or charge your crystals then do it there's no set rule on cleansing or charging um because if you don't want to haul your whole collection out into the moonlight every full moon you don't have to <laughs> um but the first one we're going to cover off is smudging and we did talk about this in our latest blog um Smudging is basically cleansing using smoke and you can either use herbs such as sage or cedar, um, you can use sweet grass, palo santo, what else is there, Norfolk pine, um, there's yeah a whole heap of stuff that you can use to cleanse it, they all give off different energy. Lavender. Lavender. <laughs> um, and so what you would do is You'd light your herb or cleansing item with a natural lighter. You'd let out the flame or put out the flame and then use the smoke to cleanse your crystals or your environment or people or yourself. Make sure that you open your windows and doors if you're going to be doing it inside. Yeah, and use a like a smudging bowl or a little container or a lid. Please not plastic or wood. <laughs> Um, just to catch the ash because it can fall and you don't want to burn your house down. Not tonight. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> um, okay, second way of charging your crystals is one of my favourites is moonlight. So people mostly do it in the full moon, yeah. although you can do it at any time. Now, is it the blood moon that you're not meant to do it on? Yeah. Is it too powerful? There is. Some people say that it is. But again, if you're drawn to, yeah. then do what feels right. But a lot of people do say that it's not ideal. 
Yeah. Um, so personally for a moonlight cleanse, I like to put them on my windowsills rather than taking them all the way outside in case, and if you're in Auckland, you will know, in case it starts to rain halfway through the night and some of your crystals shouldn't be outside in the rain, um, getting wet. So. I'm a lugger. I'll lug a bag full down to the lawn. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. I'm just like all over the windowsills, all around the house. So yeah, that's how you moonlight charge. Yay. And then it's rid of all the negative energy. Um, the third one is probably my favorite, which is water cleansing. I take my crystals down to the beach or chuck them in a river where I can um, but you basically hold them under running water for a few minutes. Um, please, please, there is a rule <laughs> where all crystals or most crystals ending in ite should not be cleansed in water. Um, either because they release toxins when they're wet or because they can become brittle or dissolve. And you don't want that. <laughs> yeah, so we're talking fluorite, we're talking selenite, we're talking amazonite. Yeah. There are exceptions to the rule, but I would just, to be safe, anything ending in ite is a no-go. Yeah. Okay. Um, I always, always do my quartz under water. Yeah. yeah. Especially in a stream. Yeah. Um, so we also have sound healing. So using sound vibrations to cleanse your crystals. Uh, using such techniques as music singing singing bowls tuning forks or bells Ding! i personally this doesn't call to me sound healing but uh not for cleansing and charging i love listening to a singing bowl but yeah not for cleansing and charging personally yeah i i do have a singing bowl but i don't often use it for cleansing i use it more for meditation like honestly when you do it and you keep doing it's it honestly it puts me into a trance and sometimes i'm like am i going to come out of this <laughs> <laughs> is this me forever <laughs> um, um sound cleansing is good for a big space yeah yeah where you can't like me like or with a big crystal collection yeah. if you can't be bothered carrying it all to the water or out into the moonlight that's one way to get it done real quick um even if you don't have a singing bowl or tuning forks or bells, you can actually chuck a sound bath on YouTube and play that in your room. Bit of Ramstein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, number six, and the last one is, well, actually, uh, there is another one that I actually forgot about until today. Um, so I'll do that one, yep. which is earth cleansing. So you can actually bury your crystals in the earth, um, Obviously, they, they come from the earth, so it's going to regenerate them and bring back their energy and their um, powers. Yeah. <laughs> um, just don't forget where you've buried them. Yeah. Because I would, and then I'd lose them, and then I'd cry. <laughs> um, but it's a good way to cleanse them if you've got a small collection. You don't want to go burying the whole collection. <laughs> bury, bury. <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> um, okay, and then our last one is Sunlight. So just like the sunlight can help recharge our bodies, it can also help to recharge our crystals. Um, it is said to cleanse the energy of your crystals, like it said that it does cleanse the energy of your crystals and helps bring them back into balance. Now, 
brittle crystals or vibrant in color are not ideal for sunlight cleansing and again like the sound cleansing sunlight cleansing doesn't really strike yeah. a big chord for me yeah. um I don't really feel motivated to cleanse in the sunlight um more so the moonlight um there is also a little bit of a hazard when it comes to sun cleansing and sun charging if it is a crystal that you can see through like a clear quartz or something it can act as a magnifier which can start a fire which <laughs> yeah. is not ideal um so if you are doing any sunlight cleansing or charging please keep a very close eye on them and make sure that you set a reminder <laughs> or an alarm on your phone so that you go back and take them back out of the light um it does also or can also affect the integrity of the crystal as well and how it aesthetically looks so you don't want to damage your crystal as well and make it lose its color yeah oh imagine having like a bright 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 crystal and then it just fades oh that would be so 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 sad um so yeah, always make sure that you charge your crystals. It is an important part of maintaining the energy and the power of them. Um, whether you're using them for meditation or healing purposes, or just because they're pretty, um, charging them regularly will help ensure that you're receiving their full benefits. Woohoo! Oh. Alright, well, All right. <laughs> I think that's us for the day. Podcast for the number... Three. Done. Um, we have got exactly five minutes till our live sale starts. Oh, shit. So we are going <laughs> to sign off from here and probably see half of you people on our live sale, which just a quick reminder, if you're not listening to this right now, which you won't be because we don't upload it until Thursday, but our live sales are on a Thursday and a Monday night from 7 p.m. till about 9 30 depending on how fast and how slow we're going we would love to see you jump on and check out our beautiful crystals and stay tuned for a post of our favorite crystals we'll Yay. take some photos and put them up for you guys thank you for joining us and bye, bye love bye, bye.